there are multiple actors in this whole story and journey you have the banks you have the regulators coming in with regulations around open banking psd2 you have a whole coterie of fintechs that are coming along and then you have the consumer who is really experiencing who or wants to experience an uber like experience in how they he or she does financial transactions so we are seeing all of these things come together it is this inflection point where all of these come together is really what is teeing up platformication and it really varies the consumption of this varies by all the actors the actors being fintechs such as ourselves who produce the platforms to help organizations be ready for this platformication journey the actors being consumers who are willing to consume and try out new models of banking new models of payments new models for lending and so on and very important actor is the banks themselves who have to be a part and parcel of this journey right so you have multiple actors each of them have a point of view in this whole platformication piece and i always go back at the the north pole the north star itself which is really consumer skin right so focus on that experience itself and everybody else plays a role in getting platformication and financial services awareness to the end consumer it is basically the case isn't it that what we're talking about is retail banking experience correct and i think i would actually try and broaden this in two vectors one is i would call it about monetary transaction experience for end consumers it's not just banking it's about payments through e-commerce sites it's about wallets it's about even things like your iphone is becoming a bank in a box virtually speaking through wallets is how they do transactions itself that's one vector two the second vector is yes it started off with the retail consumer but it is slowly moving to the micro and the small and medium enterprise who are also starting to look for a digital open banking platform experience so it's starting to move in both those directions the gamut of transactions as well as moving out from retail and then moving up the value chain to the small and medium enterprise especially if you have a proprietorship model what is the end consumer versus the business that itself is a very loosely coupled one the baker who runs a bakery he's both a proprietor and he's both an end consumer so he likes the same experience throughout his banking journey itself so that's really the two vectors that i see it also starting to go up the chain there's a couple of things i'd like to pick up on one is first of all as far as the consumer experience is concerned a, a mobile banking app by itself does not a platform make there's much more to the whole structure than that but at the same time you also have a situation where the consumer online is used to dealing with the likes of and and the examples that get quoted again and again are facebook and amazon amazon has been working a platform for 20 years now the banks are quite a long way behind the user experience curve on this i think it's important to realize that mobile banking and in most banks today or internet banking is what i call as digitized banking they just digitized paper transactions or going to branch transactions if you look at today's market we're moving to a truly digital banking era which really means you've got to think of the user journeys and the user journeys are not just about banking transactions can be e-commerce transactions that's what i do that is why i'm banking can i offer a loan if somebody is shopping in macy's at the point of time when i shop 
That's a very interesting conversation. That is really what I call the digital banking experience. Can I help make a payment and say that based on my historical track record, paying through a JP Morgan card makes much more sense than paying through a Barclays account. That's a very interesting banking experience, right? In all of these journeys. And how, how can I onboard myself? Can I have an onboarding experience as smooth as you onboard yourself on Facebook or an Uber or anything else? Now that's the kind of journeys. And I think it has to be a partnership, a partnership between fintechs, between banks, and perhaps some of these bigger established players on the technology side to really create the best banking experience for the end consumer. And that makes it a win-win for all. And so our entire thesis is that as Finastra, we have a platform that really enables to connect and helps banks build these experiences in partnership, in collaboration with these journey makers, which could be fintechs, which could be a big tech player and so on. The banks have a very entrenched view because they do have access to critical information of the customer. They have access to their KYC, their answer to the regulators. And so they have a very critical view to play in this ecosystem. The question is, can they go up the chain and start owning the experience as well, which they have not done a good enough job as of today. Is the customer experience there to be had yet? It's work in progress. And I think everybody is moving along that curve and that journey. And that's the only way it is going to happen, right? That's the only way it's going to happen. I look at experiences that I see out of Google Pay when I bank. That has been enabled through APIs and a platform between a bank and Google. And that's made a payment transaction very elegant, very simple. I see some of the experience already come to light that we have seen in challenger banks, that I've seen in banks like DBS, building out with providers like Singtel in Singapore. So there is work happening across the world, across these various channels, if you may, right? And that is, it's work in progress. And I think um, that's the only way forward. And I think whoever does it right first will have huge advantages in a consumer experience scale itself. And um, that's really where I think it's important that banks build on an established platform to connect to these fintechs, connect to these big techs, use their APIs wisely. Do you think the way we all live now is actually going to speed this adoption up because people are banking online, people who never did are banking online. Absolutely. People are, are spending and managing their money digitally in a way that a lot of people haven't done before. And this is forcing a change in consumer behavior that perhaps might have taken three, five, even 10 years. It is going to force behavioral changes, structural behavioral changes, which we have not seen before. Across industries, banking being no exception, but the way, why, what a consumer wants to do with money, that is what is going to change dramatically. And what kind of transactions they do. And you're going to see that probably the expansion to your point. It's not just going to be retail. It is going to be the SME sector. So I think this is going to permeate much faster, not just for retail consumers, but also all the way up into MSMEs and perhaps into larger corporates as well. What about the opportunities in, for example, treasury and capital markets? If you look at uh, the treasury and capital markets, right, and you go back to some of the conversations that Blackstone made, right, with the Aladdin platform, the CEO Larry Fink of Blackstone made on his calls that he's now opening up Aladdin with Microsoft as the trading platform for collaboration for traders worldwide. Right? So he's already seeing the trend is already there. 
So what you have seen, I mean, the Chicago Mercantile Exchange and their pit-based trading has completely more automated at this point of time. So a lot of that's already happened. And I think a lot then in what Blackstone is doing is going to be very interesting to observe, right? Um, to connect even smaller banks, smaller trading shops, of how they want to do stuff. It is going to happen because, uh, let's face it, social distancing is going to be around for a very long time now, right? And some of the ways that people have been thinking of doing business is going to change the ways traders want to interact with themselves real time, be it futures, be it options, be it derivatives will change. There's, there's no way out of it. And probably this is a forcing function as good as any. What's the future like for Finastra then? How do you see the, the company's products evolving? One of the big decisions that Finastra made about a couple of years back is we really wanted to focus on being the platform with our platform FusionFabric.cloud as we saw the trend of open banking and platform. So we built a huge amount of IP into our platform, which now we are starting to see adoption with banks, with fintechs and the greater community and the developers. So we believe this experience with COVID-19 and everything else is actually gonna accelerate that move. And it actually puts us in a very good position because we are going to provide the foundation that will enable banks, to essentially platformify their offerings, will allow fintechs and banks to connect each other. And I think I would like to see ourselves essentially being the, the glue um, that really translates banking into the open banking and the platform.